You're now tuned into the Morning Star Show with Super Size 75. <laughs> hey, don't shoot the messenger. Get into some nigga shit. <laughs> You're now tuned into the Morning Star Show with Super Size 75. Alright, so I got a room full of people. They mad because we late, but it, it is what it is. Yo. We got to make a grand entrance, baby. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all see them. Y'all see them. They really don't need any intros, oh. but I'm going to do it just to be cut, be respectful uh, to the top. Uh, we have, uh, I'm going to call him the wellness guru. Um, you know, <laughs> Mac, uh, a.k.a. the form runner, um, health and wellness super expert i don't know i can't sing his praises enough i can't i can't i can't and to my right i got two times super bowl chant anthony smith uh and then in the corner i got the young lion arkansas statewide receiver jeff foreman and um yeah i I thank you guys for being here i want you guys to talk about what you guys do best um jeff if you don't mind as you being the new wave of athletes that they've been granted access to monies uh, while being in school, can you talk about the obstacles, the positives, and how you see things going for future athletes after you? I'm just going to fade to the clouds. Sounds good, but, uh, you know, I'm Jeff Form, you know, uh, here at Arkansas State University, uh, junior. You know, I got one more year until I graduate, but uh, just a new wave of athletes coming in with the new NIL deals and all that stuff going on. Uh, it's, it's a lot of pros with it, and it's some cons that I personally feel like is going to, you know, hit us in the long run. Cause, but uh, the good thing about it is, you know, it helps athletes nowadays, you know, make a name for themselves, get money in their pockets. Uh, it helps them, you know, build their brand, say they made a clothing line, they can, like, partner with them. They get, like, shoes or sponsored with uh, Champs, East Bay, Foot Locker, Gatorade, it don't matter. The, the endless sponsorships, you know, can come, but it helps everybody get a lot of money, you know. They can sign years, contracts, or whatever, but the the cons with it that I feel like it's going to hit us in the next couple of years is, like, you know, taxes. They're going to start taking taxes out. They got to start filing for them. Uh, everybody's going to get mad because – this person got this and this person got that, but then they're wondering like, why getting this or why I'm not getting that. But it's just in the future, it's gonna be, it's gonna be unlimited, you know, NIL deals going on in the, in the future. Like everybody, starter or not, they're gonna be like, all right, man, you get a deal, you get a deal, you get a deal, just cause you're on this team and that team, and you went to high school here or high school there, you played with such and such and this and that. But 
it's it's just gonna be good, you know. Just nil deals nowadays, you know. I'm trying to give me some so I can get some, you know, get some extra money in my pocket because you know the school is, right. you know, is. But it's just gonna be good though. That's why I feel like uh, nil deals is gonna be, you know, it's gonna help out a lot of people, you know, because some people backgrounds ain't like everybody else's. Like you know, some cats gotta you know, scrap to eat and all that stuff. Other cats got, you know, five course meals and all that stuff in front of them. So it's, it's going to help some out. And some's going to be like, it's, you know, extra change in my pocket. Cause you know, mom and dad help them out or big, big brother, private league. And he buying them shoes, clothes, whatever. Basically like, like, you know, you like basically you get in where you fit in. Cause most people, they, they get, uh, they get deals and they're like, damn, like, like it's just some money like they ain't never seen before, and there's others be like, yeah, I've seen this before, but appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I feel like you know it's gonna be a good good deal for everybody. So because oh, yeah, it, it's already started. Yeah, because oh, yeah, Oklahoma, most definitely. You know they got they got the fifty grand nil deals you know, <laughs> that they giving out already. So, yeah. You know it's it's yeah. it's gonna be all <clears throat> obviously those colleges with the biggest boosters and. Uh, alumni, you know, they, that's giving back is still gonna be lopsided. So, uh, like bro said, it's, it's gonna help. It's gonna help a lot of guys, you know, personal situations out. But as far as football goes, and you know, trying to even out the the, the, the level playing field, um, you know, that's 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 where it's still gonna be lopsided, and the separation is still gonna be there. So. We we finna see how it rock. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna create more <clears throat> dissension amongst players. I think it's gonna uh, continue to create separatism um, for the simple fact that you know, just when you got when when you got a guy that is a superstar per se according to the conference, but he his deals don't add up and you got a guy who comes from a traditional like a modern day or img who comes in and don't play who's not even a starter as a freshman but he got a million dollar deal on the table you know that's you know that's going to create problems in my opinion that creates problems because if you got this star wide receiver that's putting up numbers and you got a freshman that's coming in that's not going to see the field for two years but because he goes to IMG or Marta Day or, you know, St. Aug or Evangel Christian, he got all these deals. You know what I mean? And that creates, I think that creates separatism amongst the team. You know, and mm-hmm. coaches are going to try to do the best they can to try to keep everybody. But whenever, whenever this is when it's going to start to really become a problem. When it starts spilling over into the coaching staff, the way it is in the big schools, where you got these these big time five star freshmen coming in, starting over sound guys, because the coach is getting opportunities after this year or promised opportunities after you know for favor for a favor. The politics. This is this is what I really did not want in the football was the politics starting to affect our kids because you know. We teach sportsmanship, 
we teach togetherness, we teach team effort, we teach do your part, be responsible, do all of these things. And here you got politics that's coming in and it's kind of breaking up everything that we do, man. You see what I mean? Because, you know, we try to keep everything cohesive because we all in the same battle. Of course, it's a competitive sport. May the best man win, but at the end of the day, we all just trying to make a way. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. if we all doing the same thing and we're all trying to make a way performing the acts that we do, that we've been doing all of our life and we feel like this is a kid's game that we can make a living off of and you have politics coming in, you know, kind of tearing away the fabric of what we what we teach. Hey man, it's definitely a, a personality thing because to, to what you just spoke on, the the NIL deals, this is like the NFL when you first come in, like when a rookie come in, you got yep, a vet who's yep. been here, put in yep. work, you know what I'm saying? And then they sign a rookie who he should be really getting that deal. You know what I'm saying? Based on who that yep. guy is, they might be yep. like, bro, that might create tension in a room. Yep. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, that's that, that, that energy that you don't want in a circle because now right. it's instead of, the OG grabbing the young buck and throwing them the ropes is like you just you on your own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. We out here yeah. on the same team. Yeah, man. I understand, and I feel like yeah, yeah, and I feel like now, like as like nil deals, like all that stuff going on, I feel like it's gonna trickle down, like how the how the NFL is. You you do this wrong, you get fined. They start taking this out your pocket or. You know, you miss weights or you miss this and that. It's gonna start taking money out your pocket, and yeah. now everybody's yeah. like, "It's yeah. it's it's gonna first it's gonna trickle down, and then you got like like you said, you know, young bull come in like me. I'm me and my boy T Hunt. You know, we like the uh, the vets in the room, and say we got a you know young cat that come in. He got like four or five deals on that stuff. We're like, and he come in cocky like, "Yeah, I'm like play, I'm about to start with." Yeah. You ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't really. You ain't like, dead. You, you, ain't, like, you, you, you ain't built like yeah, that. And then, and then, and then he, yeah, and then he had like he big head, so he tried to talk to him, like, hey, bro, like, <clears throat> this is not, no, nah, I know what I'll do this. Now. Like, All right, best. So then it's like, and it's, it's just like separating. And then, you know, say another group got another cat that got this and that. So everybody on the team was like, man, this boy think he big time because he got money. And then it goes for any school, and everybody's just going to start yep. separating. It's going to be, Instead of being like a team game, it's gonna be like individuals. Like, let me get my stats up. Let me get yep. this. So, yep. so this incentive can hit me. Like, boom! If I get this, like this amount of yards or this amount of touchdowns or this amount of pieces, whatever. Like, you just get money from it. It's just gonna yep. be like, and then it's just gonna start tearing apart how everybody feel for the game. Like, the love is just gonna be. Yep. I'm doing it because of yep. the money. So, yep. I'm doing it because. I'm doing it for my grandparents or my family and <clears throat> people who helped me get here and all that stuff. It's it's gonna slowly start fading away from that if it keeps going how it is. Oh yeah, absolutely. You're 100 correct. You're 100 correct, man. And that's 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 what I feared. That was one of my um, one of the things when I was debating this whole nil thing with the O'Bannons and, and when it was starting to come to fruition years ago. I, I knew, and we we are. I think we're about five years apart of, away from what you're talking about. I think we're about three or four years away from what you're talking about, to where it's going to start tearing at the fabric of the team. Uh, you're going to have to have a powerhouse team in order to keep people in place, and keep their head on straight, 
And, you know, because if you get in your, if, if because what's going to happen is guys are going to get in their mindset that I'm getting paid anyway. I don't really care. And then when the contracts say come in and they say, well, if you don't play, you we don't pay. That's when you're going to start seeing the whole transfer, transfer portal thing start to become a problem. And then the other politics are going to trickle down to where it's okay. You're going to transfer from Alabama, but you're not finna transfer to UT Chattanooga. You better transfer to Ohio State. You better transfer to Texas A&M. You better, those transfers going to have to be equilateral or the pay is going to start going down. And, and I don't think a lot of parents don't realize what's really coming down the pipe with these decisions. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> and, and, and that's what I'm, that's, and that's another thing, bro. How in the hell did you get from Dale City to A State? With it, <laughs> when you got down Oklahoma, Texas Tech, y'all got down. You got I mean, Arkansas. Like <laughs> so, like a lot of people that will pay you because you was like a three star athlete, kind of like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like with my story, how it goes, you know, I grew up, you know, you know, like NCAA fourteen came out, you got the little college games, all that stuff, so. I do like Road of Glory, so I'll pick like Oklahoma or Texas because it's like that's where I'm from, you know. But um, no, ball not in high school because it was a certain point of time where I was gonna just say forget it. I'm like I'm done playing. Like I don't want to play football no more because the school I went to was predominantly basketball. And at the time, me and my brother, shout out to him, you know, he ball not where he going, but. Uh, we were crushing it. And then my boys, because we moved from uh, Texas to Oklahoma, so my boys, you know, they playing at big-time schools. My boy, Tyrese Max, you know, played. Shout out to him. He in the NBA right now. He in the finals playing uh, the Heat right now. So watching him play and all that stuff, me and my me and my brother were like, yeah, I'm done playing football. So, like, my love for it started fading because, you know, we, like, we wasn't winning as many games and all that stuff. So we start hooping. Like, me and my bro was, like, real, real good. You know, it was top in the state as freshman. And then my my mom, she transferred me and Jack to Dell City. So it's a whole different environment, a whole different, like, ball game from moving from one city to another city because this city, they care about football. And they, and like, they, this is what, this is what we do. And in other cities, basketball, you know, soccer and all that. So it's just, like, football, basketball, like, football, track, and basketball. So it was, like, I bet, like, and these cats over here at Dell City, like everybody work hard for what they got. So it, it pushed my level to a whole my level of playing a whole different ball game. So trash over there because uh my boy Coach Rodeau, my coach, uh Coach Johnny, you know, they real close, so we moved over there. So I didn't see the field till like, you know, second quarter of the first game of my sophomore year. And after that, ever since then, I finished off that game, but like seven catches, 140 for like three tugs. And nobody knew who I was. So after that, you know, balled out. So junior year come, start getting interest from like NC State, Notre Dame, uh, SMU, uh, Iowa, Iowa State, all that stuff. So everybody was like, oh, he, he going big time. So I was like, nah, I'm still where everybody else is at. Like, don't, don't hype my head up because I'm not like, I'm not gonna be none different, and you can ask my boys back at the crib like they know me. Like I ain't never, I ain't never act like I was big time, but always act like I'm still trying to get better. So I start getting, 
I got a call from Eastern Michigan. It was my first offering. I remember that call I gave yesterday, you know, my mom, you know, I'm chilling, we talking this and that, and they called me out of nowhere. I was like, yo, like, what number called me from Michigan? My boy Coach Nunes, he had, he had uh, Oklahoma now, but he called me, he offered me. So uh, it was, it was a, it was a very great, it was a very, very heart, heartful, heartfelt moment, you know, got offered for the first time. And nobody in my family ever knew what an offer was or even got anywhere to like a school just to play. Cause, and then, you know, while me start calling, so it start flooding in. So I had a couple like Big Twelve offers, you know, uh, Texas Tech, Iowa State, and then um, I'm heading down to uh, to to a school. No, no, no. I was going to uh, track practice, and then because at this time we had like teacher lockout in Oklahoma, so teachers wasn't getting paid enough, so all the teachers stopped. So we used to, you know, we still had to do. Remember that. I remember yeah, so, that. I remember that. So at that during that time, I get a call. I was like, "Hello, so Arkansas number." I was like, "Oh, bet you know, SEC about to call me." Nah, my boy, Coach Early, he at Houston. He called me. He was like, "Have you ever heard of uh, Arkansas State?" And I was like, "I ain't never knew or heard of where Arkansas State is and all that stuff." So I start like doing my research on them. So they offered me, and then. I ain't paid no mind to it. It was like, oh, that's another offer, you know what I'm saying? So I was trying to get some more. Um, I went on a visit. No, this is like, you know how uh, high school's got like spring ball and coaches start coming in and watching. So we had like Arkansas, Missouri, Baylor, all other schools coming in. So I was like, oh, bet. Like, they're going to offer me all that stuff. But you know how coaches is. We're going to holler back at you. This and that. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Like never want to call back or never talk to him again. So I'm just like, all right, I, I guess this is where they see where my cap is at. But whoever they got, I promise you, I'm a ten times better than him. Am I worth that thing's better? So I ain't really paying no mind to it. So went on a couple of visits. No, went to Eastern Michigan. Uh, went on, went on an unofficial to Tech. Went to Arkansas State for unofficial. Uh, Texas State. And then I was like, all right, you know, you know, I vibe with tech, but it, you know, at the time didn't feel like home. Uh, Texas State went down there. They were trying to offer me to play offense and defense. I, I that's not me. I like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not, you know, it, it's not my, not my field. Then I was at Arkansas State, you know, at the time, my boy, uh, Coach Cephalo, Coach Anderson. They at Utah State now, but that offered me. It felt like home. My boy Coach Buck, he's at um, Texas State too, but it felt like home. It felt like I come here, you know, make a name for myself, and show everybody, prove everybody like I can do this. No matter where you go, I can still make it to the next level. And then, yeah. so I came up here, and ever since then, I've been faithfully committed to Arkansas State. Um, and ever since then, just been like my place of home. So it's my second place I call home. Besides, you know, Dell City or Texas is my that's what I call home. Yeah, so that's where it's dope. Yeah, Jonesboro not bad, man. I like Jonesboro, man. It, it, it's cool. It, it's not too bad, bro. Nah, it's you know, it's, you know, it's a it's a just living since being for like three years. You know, at first it was it was cool, and over time you start realizing it's like you know. It's like an elderly yeah. city, so it's like yep. calm, quiet, ain't really much to do. It's just 
yeah. focus on yeah. what you got to do and just go from there. You know, I love like yeah. I love Jonesboro, but there's times where I'm like, man, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I got yeah. go to go yeah. to Memphis or back at the crib, see see the boys. You know, just get away from it, but. It's it's a cool feeling, you know. Arkansas, yeah. Ark, you know, instead of Arkansas, Arkansas, very, very Arkansas, Arkansas, different, man. I went to, I went to school mm-hmm. in Conway. I went to school at Central Arkansas. So hey, I we know beat where y'all, you at. <laughs> <laughs> we beat y'all. I ain't worried. <laughs> man, I worried. know where you at, bro. I know yeah. where you at, bro. You know, you know, yeah. coming from New Orleans and then going to the Central Arkansas and Conway. It's a retirement community, kind of like Jonesboro. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit of something, not a lot, but you can focus. You know, mm-hmm. you could you could ball out. You know what I'm saying? So I I know where yeah, you're coming from, bro. Definitely, yeah, definitely. It's, it's different. It's different. And it's all all you really do is school and football. There ain't no yep. you can't party. You can't uh, go to no uh, amusement park, or whatever. You can't go here. It's yeah. legit. <laughs> only thing we, only thing we got here is a bowling alley and movies, and like yeah. you know. <laughs> Really, it you know what I'm saying, and 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 the frat parties and and the school functions. That's it. That's really it. That's it's it. really yeah. it. And most of the time, you yeah. most of the time you're really in your bed chilling, playing a game, right. you know, watching right. movie, just chilling with the boys. But yeah, it just yeah. it just it's a it's a great feeling just being Arkansas and just being in a place that I am now. Just giving back, talk to the young people yeah, and all man. that stuff. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. And you know the thing about it, man. That one of the one of the obstacles that so many kids face at a lot of different schools, they got too much to do. You know, um, you know, it's, it's heavy in Tuscaloosa. It's a lot of things that go on at the University of Alabama. A lot of things that go on at LSU that, mm-hmm. you know, the news don't report at because these kids got so much stuff to do. They got too much time on their hands and they got money. And, exactly. you know, it's, 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 it's good sometimes and sometimes that you can be in a place where you know, everybody's pretty much friendly. You really ain't got a lot to do, you know, so you can focus on your craft. You can continue Fact. to build your craft. You can continue to mm-hmm. hone your skills and, you know, just be around good people and people that's going to cultivate you because, you know, outside of the program in a lot of different areas, they don't really cultivate you. You know, the cities don't really, other than alumni and, you know, it's hard to get locals on board unless you have one of those big schools. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's good to be in a place like that with a local support and alumni, mm-hmm. and you don't have a whole bunch of bunch of trouble to get into. So yeah, you can hone on your yeah, and, and zone in on your craft. Yeah, because Jonesboro, Jonesboro is like everybody know everybody. So <laughs> if you do some, people gonna find out. They gonna yeah. be like, oh, you did this. I bet like our share, like like I'm real, like I'm real close to him. Like we talk all the time. Uh, and plus he, you know, he, you know, he takes to the airports and all that stuff. But like, you know, like he'll say something about like two to three days ago where he met, you know, one of our players doing something. He's like, yeah, this, this happened. Or you walk around the store, like little fans, a lot of stuff come up to you, this and that. And just, you just, it's a, it's a small city. So everybody know everybody. And then yeah. one time, you know, you know, me and, you know, young freshman coming into college, me and my boys at the time, me and Walmart playing, you know, tag and all that stuff. We got little cats, like sixth, seventh grade playing with us because they want to have fun and all that stuff. So then just have fun with us, you know, take pictures and get back to the, you know, to the community. But it's just basically like everybody know everybody. So like, and plus everybody here goes to the games, like teachers, administrators, all that stuff, like. You can be like, you can you can be good one game, you can do this and that, and they'll talk about it. And you're like, 
you really can't go. You can't run from this. Right, right, right. Pros and cons, man. The pros and mm-hmm. cons. It's dope. It's dope. Yeah. Hey, question. So, Jeff, did I hear you on on a uh, on a? What'd you say? Did I hear you played on the losing team at one point? No. Yeah, I played on the losing team my freshman year. So, so what? What was the motivation? Cause my senior year, bro, uh, I went to Syracuse. My senior year, we went one and I think eleven. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and I still our defense. We started out being ranked, you know, the top in the country, and as these, you know, we kept being on the field, the numbers kept dropping. <laughs> That's um, right. But, um, <laughs> I understand, you know. know what I'm mm-hmm. So, so I got, I ended up, you know, getting drafted in the third round. So my question is, what kept you motivated during in that losing season to keep pushing and stay on top of your game and not fall to the circumstances of, you know, the losing season and you know all that bad energy. Sound good, cause as like as of right now, you know, this past season we we went two and ten, and we had all the talent in the world, you know, to make it to you know bowl games or conference championships. Always do, season. always yeah. do. A state yeah. always have a, a load of athletes. I don't know why yes, y'all yes, don't yes. take conference USA, bro. <laughs> but you know, I'm gonna go. But like my freshman year in high school and uh, this past season, so my freshman high school we went one and. Whatever I don't remember. Uh, at the time, I was so I was playing here and there, uh, played a couple games, stopped playing. I'm like, man, we we ain't doing nothing. Come back, cause like it's hard for me to run for something I've been playing for so long and I had a love for. It, so it's like I gotta, I gotta help this team. You gotta have a slump, and it's like it's always like bet put them off back. Let's go, no matter what you know, no matter what the situation is. Like I got this. Like. Let me roll. Just give me the ball. Let me roll. And the more like like the more our defense on the field, the more they kept scoring. The more our offense off the field, they kept scoring. So I was like, gosh, bro, like I need help. So you know, I was like, bro, I need help at the time. And not many people was like athletes to do that. I'm an incoming freshman playing on varsity. It's hard for freshmen to play on varsity. So. I was like, man, I'm I'm done playing. So I went to another school and I was like, man, like, I'm getting another like another try. So my twin, he was my like my brother. He always been my quarterback or the other receiver on the on the other side of the field. So I'm on one side, he on another. So if they try to double me, he'll ball out. If they try to double him, I'll ball out. Or or if he had quarterback, he'll look for me. It's always been like that. So uh so we transferred and he had quarterback. So I'm like, all right, man, I'm smooth. Not many people know how, how me and him play. So he'll throw it up. I'll go get it. So I'm playing and I just see like the the love and the competitiveness of the players have at Dell City. So I was like, I bet like this is where I'm right, like this is where I fit in. And like the love starts slowly coming back for it. And then I'm out there working hard, training late nights, extra catching, extra this and that. And I'm like, ooh, I, I feel good to be back at peace with this with this sport. And yeah, ever since then, ever since the first game where I got my confidence back, like 
the ball never stopped rolling. Like I just kept going, just nonstop. And this past season, you know, we had tremendous talent. You know, players that you know, players if they put their mind to it, they could have went. You know, like they could have got drafted. You know, either free agent deals or fifth or like third, fourth, fifth, sixth round, whatever. But first game. We beat UCA, like always, you know. They stay going to beat UCA. Besides, I don't know why you're going to this The luckiest team in Arkansas. The luckiest team. I stayed the luckiest team in the country, the next to LSU. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you know, we beat, you know, we, so we beat UCA. And then, so we on a roll. Next time we play, uh, we play Memphis. We lost to Memphis, uh. 55-50, and that game was a shootout. And, you know, me and my boys, you know, we bought out, but we came on short, you know. Shout out, you know, Calvin Austin, he's playing the league now. Just watching him play and just like, all right, man, like, we can stop him, we straight. You know, we played, we went to Washington. You know, we lost to Washington, so everybody's confidence going down because we, uh, we won in two right now. We went to Tulsa, lost to Lost a, like a nail biter to Tulsa, so everybody like, man. So we all won in three, and I'm like, bro, we still good, you know what I'm saying? Like we can still make it to you know conference championship. We still make it to a bowl game. We just gotta keep moving forward. And then, so you, so we start playing. Um, so we, so we in conference play. We went one and seven in conference play, and. Most of the teams that we beat, that we should have beat, we lost to by seven points, like seven, like 10 or less points. And we're like, we can beat these cats. You know, our defense held us in most games. Often, some like offense, we couldn't, you know, we couldn't cap, cap or finish on like what the defense did. Like they'll get a turnover or they'll stop them on fourth downs. And we like, all right, bet. Now it's time for us to go score, go score. But we couldn't get over the hump on, over finishing. So, but so everybody start getting in their head and start playing and getting their stats for themselves. Like, I'm, I'm here just like so you know, get get my numbers up. So either I'm a transfer or you know, or go to the league, and then that's what starts separating the team. And then our our head coach, Bush Jones, he's telling us like, like we got players not really bought into his system. And it's and it's hurting us, and it's hurting him because he's putting his time and effort in. Coaches, position coaches, put their time and effort in. Players who are who are dedicated put their time and effort in. And it's like we doing this and that, but it's it's not showing on the field. And because we had you know a couple strivers was like, I'm here just to get, to get my numbers up. Like after the season, I'm already leaving. I already got schools talking to me this and that, and that really ain't helping. Yeah, like transfer quarter, crazy now, yeah. and everybody's like, "I ain't doing this, so I'm I'm leave." So, like, we'd be like this close to get over the hump, this close to get on the hump, but we could never finish. But like, we had the talent to blow majority of the teams out. Like, majority of the teams we play, we blow them out. But we couldn't, we couldn't be as a group, or couldn't be. Together in those in those moments, y'all just I faded away. But so for me to keep my confidence, you know, 
keep, I kept talking to the coaches like, hey, what can I do to help the team out? You know, if I got to go out there and block, I go block. If I go make this catch, I'll make that catch. Put me on special teams, I do that. Regardless of what it is, injured or hurt or whatever, I'm going to still go out there and and do what I need to do to help the team out. And then if people want to follow, they can follow. If not, then they got to go. And that's what most of our players is doing. And that's, that was my motivation. Like, why give up now? I've been fine my whole life to get to this spot right now. Right. Right. I mean, <clears throat> that's a that's a good that's a good mindset to have, man. You know, I was always a lead by example type of guy. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't know what losing was like until I got to college. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, to and I didn't know that I had the type of influence because I was a quiet guy. I wasn't a real talkative guy. And most running backs don't talk. You know, most running backs don't talk. Most of the talking is done by receivers and DBs. You know, mm-hmm. those are the people that are, are right, the, right. the natural leaders of the team. And, um, and you know, when you get to a team where people start to lose their confidence, but they, they know you good. Now, they know you the talent. And they're losing the confidence. Then you just have to do what you did. Just keep, just play through it. Put your numbers up. Convince them that they can do the same thing, because everybody got it in them. You know, the the thing the thing that we teach is we teach accountability. Like, I know you're good, and if you if I see you doing the things that you need to do to better yourself, then I'm not going to work on you as much. But when I work on somebody else, I'm gonna use you as an example. And that example, mm-hmm. it, that example that I use you as, I need you to infect that person with that same energy. Because all it takes from you is a, you know, you, 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 dog, you way more talented than me. I don't know why you're not doing the same shit that I'm doing. It may or may not be true. You just may be smarter and have more situational awareness to understand how defenses move on the run. You may mm-hmm. not be as fast. You may not be, you know, perfect. He may have all the natural attributes, but he don't have a situational awareness. And that may be what you bring to him. You don't have to teach a person. You could just be around a person and you can infect them with your mentality. So just being around your teammates and encouraging your teammates, that's going to be the biggest thing for you because you, you are, your spring game was stupid. You already already know what's coming. So mm-hmm. the only thing you got to do is just continue to build your people up, everybody that want to talk to. You encourage, 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 and that energy is going to reciprocate, and that's going to elevate your game. You know, they already know what they're getting, but they don't know that what you're bringing to the table when you elevate your people. When you elevate everybody around you, they elevate you. That's how you start separating. So... You know, just keep doing what you're doing because what you're doing is great. You know what I mean? Keep the mindset that, you know, you lose some, you win some. But you got to have a short memory. Saturday Mm -hmm. is over. Sunday is new. When we come into the meeting room on Sunday, it's it's something new. You know, so you, you, as a leader, you have to convince your group. Your group 
Because, see, this is the thing. Age-old battle. DBs and wide receivers. Age-old oh. battle. Age-old battle. When you come in on in, in the meeting room on Sunday for film, and you're getting better, the DBs over there doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So you're going to challenge the DBs. The DBs are going to challenge you. Not just you, but your whole group. So that accountability that the DBs are going to have, that's how that's how the group starts to infect each other because the DBs are going to hold the D-line accountable because we can't cover everybody forever. Fast. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when, I say it, when I say it starts with you, all you got to do is infect the wide receivers. The wide receivers are going to infect the DBs. The DBs are going to infect the linebackers in the D-line. The D-line is going to infect the offensive line. Offensive line is going to get a quarterback time. So... It, it literally can start with you, bro. You just have mm-hmm. to infect your group. You ain't got to infect the whole team because all of y'all competitive. Yeah, you just I, infect your group. You just I, infect I, your group. Yeah, and like, you know what I'm saying? What you're saying that, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you're saying is 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 money because our group that we had, we was a very, very talented group, very talented group. We had a, you know, a cat coming in from uh, Kentucky, my boy T Hunt coming in from TCU, my boy Kaim from uh, Boise State, Adam Jones uh, Central Michigan, Jack Cones from I. We have boys coming in who could come in and contribute with us, but we was also but we all were so separated and we all was like let's hang out with like it was it was just so weird that we all was like we talented to, to, to do a lot of things in this group like as far as the receivers go. Is how far the team goes, and we was also separated. That the team ain't really go as far because we was all separated and, and not really bought into each other, and, and was, we was all worried about ourselves. But so now, as you know, this you know this new receiver group that me and T Hunter and we we carrying right now. We me and him, we just trying to build a you know a unison group. So we all have fun with each other. We all can talk to each other and be like, hey, this is what we got to do better at or this is what we need to do to, you know, for, for the day. Like, this is, like, the point of the day and what we got to do, and we go from there. So most of you all start, like, enjoying each other's company and and cheering each other on and having fun with each other. Everybody's going everybody's gonna to start yeah. feeding off us, and they, everybody's going right. to be like, all right, yeah, I want, I want what they have because our DBs, they was doing the same thing too, you know. They was churning, churning up each other. Like this past spring, this spring ball we had, they was churning up each other. Like, all right, bet. Like, keep doing this. And it was, it was, it was like infectious. So the defense, once the DBs did it, the whole defense started doing it. And then once they turned up, now then it's like, all right, bet. Now we gotta one up them. So we gotta start turning up. So spring ball got really competitive, and it, and it went from like here to everybody went from being here. At the beginning to everybody she finished here like most players yeah. doing doing things that they never thought that they were doing so just all of us just you know encourage each other just just taking one day at a time keep moving forward like that's yeah. why i feel like yeah. this team that we got coming in and we moving forward we're gonna do special things because we all bind into each other and just and just and just being brothers to each other not being you know separated like looking from a distance and not really body into each other. So now just everybody bringing each other together and, right. and elevating each other. I think we're going to be really, really special this year coming up. 
Right, right. I'm gonna have my eye on y'all because, you know, I keep my eye on everything Arkansas except for the Razorbacks. I, you know, sure. I, don't, I don't like the Razorbacks, but I keep everything. Yeah. I keep Pine Bluff and A State, and UC. of course, I keep the Bears on my radar. But you know, I keep y'all. I'm gonna be checking y'all, checking for y'all on ESPNU. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. uh, right now, you know, I got some people to look out for. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Appreciate you. Yes, Hey, Jeff, you got something? Hey, uh, yeah, real quick. Um, I, I was gonna ask you, or, or to the Mac point, that accountability. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it, it can start with you. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it really can, and it does start with the leader. Starts with the guys who everybody know. These are dogs. You know what I mean? Like it, it starts with. The, so, if the dogs ain't holding everybody else accountable, bro, it ain't gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Every team that I've been on, every championship team, I've been on losing teams, bro, in the league, and I've been on championship teams in the league. And the difference yeah. is accountability, dog. You know what yeah. I mean? Them championship team, everybody held accountable at, you know what I'm saying, that high level. Like you said, spring ball went from here to here, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. of Everybody holding each other accountable, dog. And that's just what it do. It just feeds that energy. All right, bro. You know what? I might be in a funk, but hey, bro, like, come on, man. You know, we on. Let's go. It just take that little spark right there. You know what I'm saying? It only take a little mm -hmm. spark, dog, to, to start a fire. It don't take no big ass. It don't take a million uh, gallons of gasoline to start the fire, bro. It just take a little spark. You know what I'm saying? You can start a forest fire, bro. So. You know what I mean? Like 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 Max saying, man, like you can you can be that man, just be that. Get get with your other dogs. Y'all hold each other accountable. Like you said, it's gonna rub off, man, and y'all boys gonna y'all gonna have a great outcome, man. No, most sure. definitely. For sure. and, and accountability is, is what like is what our culture is, you know? Like it's one of our core values is like hope like everybody hold each other accountable, you know. And if somebody's doing something they ain't supposed to be doing and you, and you let it, you know, you just walk past and let it be how it is, man. That little thing is going to affect us later on because you ain't want to, you know, like help your boy out. But accountability is, is like, is, is, is something big that, that we do and Coach Jones preach because if you ain't accountable outside of football, that outside of football stuff is going to affect you on the field. Yeah, right. So, so, so if, if, if I ain't doing what I'm supposed to be doing in school, it's going to affect me on the field because if I'm not passing my classes, I'll be ineligible to play. Yep. If I'm too busy worried about this and that, then it's going to affect me on the field. Just being accountable for, for what we do and the actions and the reactions that we get, positive or, or, or negative, is something that, you know, uh, is that uh, our culture is preaching to us because – like you said, Saturday is here and Sunday's a new day, basically. You know, say say you did something good at, in the spring game and then you in film, you're like, and for me, I tell all our, all, all our coaches know at our, uh, at our facility, like they know where, where I want to be at in my goals for this season and, and next season. And and if I'm not doing or holding my own or being accountable for what I'm doing on the field, like I, I want that hard culture. I want that. Like this was you got to, to get better. And for us as a team and players, like I like to ask questions. I'm like, 
how am I supposed to do that if this happens, that, and then the just the conversation that we have and and all that stuff, and that's how um, that's how we get better as a team, just holding each other accountable, just trusting and and respecting the coaches and and believing what they say. Sure, sure. So on a on a transition, real quick, real quick. When was y'all spring game? Uh, last Saturday. Okay. So you went six for a bill and a bill twenty, huh? Yeah. You went six for a bill twenty, three tubs. Yeah. I mean, you went nuts, right? I mean, you so went you went lights you went lights the fuck out, right? It was slight work, you know. I had okay, I dropped okay, two. Okay. I, I, it was slight because okay. I dropped two balls that I could have yeah. caught and I could have scored. And, I, on and, I, and I saw they got on your ass about that too. Okay, so yeah. so so picture this, man. We had AB since he was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. We had Antonio Brown since he was 15 years old. He dropped a lot of balls. A lot of people didn't believe in him. Nobody believed in him when he got to Pittsburgh. He still has slugs in his mouth. Yeah, my boy, he, my, coach, my coach Jones, my, my my head coach, he coached him at uh, Central Michigan, so he he know about he know a lot about AB. <laughs> we had him since he was fifteen years old. AB been playing against people in the league since he was 15, 16 years old. We trained him with the best of the best. Mm-hmm. So in his mind. He wasn't the greatest athlete, bro. He wasn't the fastest. He dropped balls. He made. He didn't make all the big plays. But in his mind, there was nobody that could outcompete him. He dropped so he dropped balls. He didn't make plays. But still, even in even with the drop balls, six for twenty-three tubs. I'll take two drops. I don't see. <clears throat> we understand how the media works. They're gonna they gonna pick at you. Oh, you had two drops. You went six for a bill, twenty three tubs. That's accountability. Okay, you see what I mean. So what we teach is this: you celebrate your wins, bro. See, so 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 the two drops you had, that's an afterthought. You know why it's an afterthought? Because you're not gonna do it again. We want to sell. You want to celebrate your wins. Every win, every you don't let no win get by you. No win, because guess mm-hmm. what wins do? They create momentum. They create momentum, and momentum creates a snowball, and a snowball creates a fucking avalanche. So you celebrate your wins. You always celebrate your wins. That was a win, bro. And when I saw the interview, I, it kind of, kind of rubbed me the wrong way because I've been in those interviews before. Mm-hmm. Lost fumble. I go twenty-one for two ten, three touchdowns, one lost fumble. They hop on the lost fumble. The reason why I was able to make it is because that's what the media does to see if you're going to, if you're going to mature in how you handle adversity. Mm-hmm. That's all that is. But, and I knew you was going to say, yeah, man, but I dropped two. I could have. No. We only want to celebrate your wins, bro. We giving flowers on your wins. Because in your mind, if you hold those two drops in your mind, the, the snowball is going to roll the other way. 
Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Ant is Ant one of the ones because the way he was taught, they got short memories. Almost every cornerback have short memories. And they hate to watch film because it brings up old shit. Yes. You see what I'm Same. saying? Facts. You know Same what I mean? Was, so, you know? You, you see what I mean? We up. hate to watch because yeah. it bring up old shit, right? So what I want you to do is, is, is this is gonna this is gonna elevate your game, bro. It's a simple mind hack that's gonna elevate your game. Celebrate your wins. I don't care if you have one catch for six yards, that's a first down to keep the ball moving. It doesn't matter. That's the win you that's the win you harp on. Don't ever, ever get in tune with all the wrong that you did because you're gonna visually see the difference. You're gonna see the safety roll. You're gonna see the linebacker inside out. You're gonna see the corner push force inside when you know you should have stayed outside because you got something coming. You're gonna do that visually. That's gonna happen. You're gonna correct your mistakes. You're gonna look the ball in the next time. You're not gonna turn your head. Mm-hmm. And you already didn't see. You already didn't put that together. He's like, oh, I took my, I took my eye off the ball. You know, you already didn't fix that. But you still haven't celebrated your win. I got you. You see, yeah, for, you're yeah, trying to, you're fun. trying to, you, you, you correcting, you correcting, you correcting, you correcting because in mm-hmm. a culture, that's what they teach. They teach you to correct. Go to the film room, get better. Go to the film room, get better. But you still ain't celebrated your win. When you gonna congratulate yourself? I understand that. You do that. You got to do that first. Yeah, I'm always humble, so like I never like I always praise myself. But it's like all right, man. In private, you ain't got to praise yourself in front of everybody. (laughs) For me, like like you know, I go you know after the spring game, you know, me and my lady, you know, uh, we ate dinner. We went to uh, Cheddar's. We ate. You know, we we like we talked about it. We did good. And the next day, I was like, all right, man, now it's time for me to, like, you know, get back to work. Even though we finished, still, we still lifted on Monday, you know, Tuesday, you know, still, I was still in there getting my body back right, you know? And it's like, always for me, like, I always like to take credit for it, but it's then it's like, I like to put my other peers in front, like, this is, this is, this is who really made me shine, like, quarterback, you know, coach, you know, center, O-line, like, I always put my boys in front because they're the reason why I'm here in this situation uh, that I am in. And then, like, all, like uh, our DB coach, he came from uh, UAB. Like, me and him, like, we were real cool since he got here. Uh, we always talk. And he's like, one thing that you keep it real about is, like, you may do some good things, and then the bad things is what you really like. Like, you know what you did bad, and that's what you really focus on to get better at next practice. Like, I see the good in what I do. I'm like, personally, I'm like, that's what I always do. And that's, that's how I know how to do it. But like, you know, say I got jammed up and I ain't dip my shoulder on the release and they get me a little bit. That's what I work on. Like, all right, let me get this better at, or move like club and chopping, all that stuff. Like, that's what I focus on because I know once I focus on that, the normal stuff that I do and, uh, freaking nature plays, catches, and all that stuff, like, that will elevate my game from here to a whole nother level to where, like, Big Ten or SEC, them catch can't stop me, you know what I'm saying? So I focus on, like, the small details first. Like, those drops, yeah, I got got to make those, you know? But I know for a fact, like, everybody drops some, everybody catch some, but I just got to stay consistent. You're going to correct that. That, that, That's going to be a no-brainer. 
Yeah, that's that. That's gonna, like, gonna I mean, make those. Yeah. <laughs> 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 gonna be no brainers from from here on out because they they stick with you. They stick with you. They stick with you. Them drops, them simple drops, they stick with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this was very like boom. It was like you like one of them. Like it was uh, the day before we was uh, our spring game. Caught a ball. I was like this. It was an easy one. Like boom, and then I try to tuck and just drop. And then the next play, caught a ball like over the shoulder like this. I wasn't even looking. I was caught like that. And they're like. Like the hard yeah. stuff you catch, but the easy yeah. stuff you catch the hard it's stuff, just... drop the easy stuff. And then it's, and I'm just like, it's like I just gotta get, I gotta hone in and and, and focus on the small things and the, and the easy stuff. And then the hard stuff will come. And then that's that's how I play. It's like one thing I gotta better at is like you know catching, like looking it in, and then go. I'm more of like catching. I'm already already trying to make my move so I can go a field and go score. Why? But, so 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 here's the thing. Here's the you know the reason why people drop those balls they because they, they lose they sight. They mm-hmm. lose sight of the corner. They lose sight of the safety. When you come out of your break, when you come out of your break, you know where he at. Mm-hmm. You know you know the only angles he can take. You know, you 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 know mm-hmm. if he if he four yards, if you turn around, he got a T plant flip his hips. If he turned his hips, if he's still in the back pedal, he got a plant and come back. Most DBs are taught to take that upfield shoulder to force you back into the help. Mm-hmm. These are the see you you know these things. So why yeah. are you looking for him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like I always play. I always catch it. Some of them I catch them. I look it in, and some of them's like, all right, bet if I feel him on my shoulder, if he's over here, oh, like yeah, always, gotta, yeah, yeah. I always got a preference to see who coming. So yeah. you know, most receivers, most receivers don't like to get hit, so we get as much right, as you can. Right. You know, you dive or go out of bounds, but I was trying to see like where he was at. It was so easy where they pushed cover three, and I was like, oh, it's easy. I oh. jump and I look. And I was like. And it dropped, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> I just shook my head. I was yeah. like, "I'm getting this." I was like, "I, yeah. I know." It's like that's those catches you, nine times out of ten. So it's like, uh. yeah, that's how I have to say. Hey, I, I had a question. I had a question for the panel, um, and not to bring up the draft, but I'm always been curious: how do schools prep um, prospects? That's let's say third third to sixth round or potential um, free agent signings. How, how does the school handle the, the 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 blue chips versus say the first to th- the first one to three <laughs> rounds versus the three third to sixth rounds? How does the school you know keep the the, the kids' spirits up? Like, hey, you may not go third round, but you know, or at what point does the school say, well, we don't think he's going to go, so let's just kind of focus. Our efforts on the ones that, that are going to go. School don't do shit. Yes, yeah, school, schools don't do nothing. It's, it's mostly like it's like the your agent, like, your people, your agent, the your agent people. Will tell you or yeah. or like say, <laughs> yeah, like people will tell you, or like you get a draft grade or a prediction of where you're going to be drafted at or whatever. Like that's where like people hear it and. And if you're third round, and they'll tell you like this is a projection as a third round. 
And then if you feel like you better than the third round, you go you gonna show that you better than the third round. Or or say you late fifth or sixth round, they be like, I right, bet I'm gonna show him. But most people already got their mind made up like, I right, he does this bad, he does this wrong, he does this, he does that. But your peers, you know, they see you doing what they say, but it's the total opposite. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they like they say you can't run fast, but you blazing down the field in practice, or you can't hit this hole right as a running back, but you hit it every time and you scoring, or you can't block, or you can't throw, you too slow, you this, you that. But your peoples, they see you doing that. But the people who make those, you know, those predictions and those all that stuff, like they already got their mind made up of right. And it's and it's like you ain't really see you just see like the end product and not the not the what's going on but like behind the scenes they don't see they see what you do on Saturdays. I, I think and for, the, like, go yeah, ahead, he, go ahead, he, go ahead. He he was, I think he was asking like as far as the schools and how they prep like. Yeah, the mental the the mental aspect behind it like. Because you know, athletes some have fret. Yes. Yeah, nothing changes from the guy who's going to get drafted in the first round from the guy who's going undrafted. When it comes to schools, you're you 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 train the same way. You know what I mean? They don't change nothing different. Only thing that's different is the drills. Like you, they'll implement your combine drills you know, into the training for the senior guys and all that other stuff if you aren't, mm-hmm. you know, uh, training with a personal trainer and uh, uh, somewhere else outside of the school campus. But the school, as far as the school itself, they don't treat the players any different from first round to undrafted. You're going to get the same yeah, training and when the bro the same come, you're going to get the same <clears throat> opportunity that, you know, that first round guy get. So that's just how that yep. goes. Yeah, that's 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 like that's like um like um when when you got guys like when University of Alabama had a pro day, they coming to look at Williams, they coming to look at all the big dogs. But you got the guys from UAB there, you got the guys from South Alabama there, you know, because they're not gonna have a pro day. So their pro day, their invites are gonna you know, the UABs, the uh the USAs and you know, University of um, uh, Alabama State, all these different schools, Alabama and them, they're going to have to come to Tuscaloosa for Alabama's pro day. You see what I'm saying? And they're going to run there. So they don't, they, even though they coming to see Jamison Williams and all the other type of people, when they invite these people up, they feel like these people can be picked up, whether free agent or drafted, they're going to invite them to Alabama Pro Day, they're not going to go down there. There's no special treatment. This is how a lot of people, this is how a lot of people get found. You see, because, you know, my Pro Day wasn't even in Arkansas. My Pro Day was at LSU. And I went to Central Arkansas. So, you know, a lot of people get found when they go to see the big dogs. So if they, like, when 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 they go to see the, these different people, they find out, oh, shit, this, this DB... He ran a four three nine. He ran a three seven nine short shuttle. Wait a minute, we might need to take a look at this guy. This might be our nickel corner. 
that we can get in the sixth round. Or we mm-hmm. can just sign if nobody picks them up. This is how they find gems. This is how they find jewels when they go to these these big time schools and you get invited for your pro day to these big time schools. Yeah, that's facts. It's just facts because uh and just saying like some cats, you know, they go to the combine, they train, you know, like XOs or uh MPJ. Oh, no, no, uh, MJP, you know, they, they go elsewhere, like other states, other you know, to train because they got, you know, they got athletes that train too for the combine and they got high-priced athletes that are in, in your position or other positions like DBs, receivers, quarterbacks, running backs, all that stuff. So they're training the same way you train and they're trying to help you better yourself. And other cats, you know, say they they ain't get the treatment of getting like no combine advice or whatever, you know, they may train still with those people or some may train at their colleges still. And I tell, I tell uh, some people that like, Hey, if you got an opportunity to go train here, go train there because you ain't going to get the opportunity back. Like you're going to be around other athletes at your position that's same as you or better than you. And you can see what they're good at, what they're bad at. And you can, like go from there, but like the school, the school don't really do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, like, like you said, some cats come from you know UCA or Arkansas Tech that may come up here and and get their you know get their pro day in because they ain't gonna they ain't gonna get as much scouts there as they get here. And then say they ball out here and they're like, all right, bet when's your pro day? They'll say ours is next week. And you go ball out at yours again. They're like, all right, bet now nah, I seen this guy twice now. Now I feel good about what he's do, like what he can do, and all that stuff. And they're like, "All right, bet now, now he's on a radar, he's on a board, and all that stuff." But that's how I see, like how you know. But the schools don't really do nothing for nobody. The only things that that's and, different is the training. That's different. Yeah. That's it. And then it's no, it, it it ain't no bad on the schools because one, it's a, it's a, uh, you know, it's a market thing. You know what I mean? Obviously, a school at Alabama, like well, like Alabama versus, a, you know, a, a smaller NIA school, they're not gonna have as many guys. So, you know, it's not a, it's not the best of schools, but it's just it's just a, it's a numbers game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The most pro days, the most guys, the gonna be at the bigger schools where the majority of the athletes are. You know what I mean? So that's just that's just how that game go. Dang, Mac, muted, Mac, bro. you muted. You're muted. <laughs> we can't hear you, Mac. Ah, this man. <laughs> uh, he'll, he'll he'll return. He'll return. <laughs> yeah. But nah, you right though, because like for us, we had like five or six. You know, we had five or six scouts here. Coming back. All right. Y'all, y'all can hear me now. Okay. Yeah, we're coming back. Yes, All right. But see, I, I wouldn't even want to go. I, I mean, I would, you know, I wouldn't, I would, I'd be grateful for it. But if I had a chance to have a pro day at UCA with seven scouts, right? Or have a chance at my pro day at A State with 32 scouts. Mm-hmm. I'm going to A State. I'm going to take that two hour trip up to Jonesboro to run for 32 scouts. And then if they decide that 
I deserve a second look, then on my pro day at UCA, I'll run for the seven scouts. That's cool. But if I get invited to run for the scouts at A State and they got all 32 teams there, I'm definitely going to take that. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it's like it's like you said, it's no knock against the school. It's just yeah, that it the, the program is bigger. The program got more prestige. So the school, and they may have more athletes, but they might have, okay, they got, oh, we got McAfee on our list. I heard he's coming up here to run at this pro day. That'll kill, like for a lot of people, that'll kill two birds and one stone. You know what I mean? So, you know, for a lot of scouts, they might not even have to come to UCA. You know what I'm saying? To see any of us. You know what I'm saying? So, it's it's in your favor when you get these opportunities to go to these big schools to run and get a and and also for me as a wide receiver, you know, I was getting passes from an S. I was catching passes from an SEC quarterback. So, you know, to see you get you get an opportunity to play with guys because for me the knock on me was big fish in a small pond. That's what they said on my profile. Big fish in a small pond, in a small pond, which means I come from a legacy. I dominated the conference, but I was in a smaller conference. That's what they mean when they say that, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, they don't think that under competition, they're looking at okay, competitive. Oh, he's in the Gulf South. It's the hardest in Division Two, but it's still not Division One. Still not SEC Big Twelve, Conference USA. It's still not none of the big boys, and he accelerated. So they consider you this big name guy with lesser competition. And that kind of hurts people. You know what I'm saying? If mm-hmm. you if especially when you're extremely talented. So you have to go to these big schools and you know, show that you can run and that you can bench press and do the things you have to do because these guys are playing against far more su- competitive and superior talent. And you're just a numbers person. So they have to try and impute and you know input all that stuff it's a low it's a whole bunch of stuff that going to it but the school don't have it, it, shit to do but other than hosting right. <laughs> right and back to what you said man it's people got to look at the schools man there's over 100 universities out here so they don't have the time in that small time period and all of those pro days to go to each and every pro day right, that's, that's why right. they work together and they do that over right. here on this camp we're gonna go over here on this one so yeah, I mean, it's, it's up to the guys to figure out, you know, and, and where those big big trials are going to be at. Yep. Talk to your agent. Get me in. Give me an invite. Mm-hmm. You know, that'll save them time. That'll save them effort. That'll save them money. You know? Right. Cause, because in certain situations, if I run at a big camp, like, and I do good numbers, I ain't even do my pro day. That's right. I'm, I'm done. I'm just take my chances and run with my numbers I got and let the things fall where they may. But I'm not finna run for 32 scouts and then come back and run for seven. That's and, right. And, and That's right. possibly, you know, run, run for low numbers. But my numbers is good enough to stick. That's it. I'm going with that. I did it in front of the big scouts on the big stage. I'm running That's with right. that. You know what I mean? That's so, right. Yeah, it's like you said, there's a lot of factors that go into it. So. I have another question for the panel. With the NIL deals, are agents able to get involved with the athletes earlier in their college careers? Is oh, that yeah. a good thing with that being said, too, as well? Mac already said no. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why it's not a good thing. Because I came up 
in a football family and I see what lack of having trust and company and family companies established with DBAs on your children to funnel the money, to protect the money and to protect the child. I seen because I came up in that and I saw how I protected my family and nobody's doing that. This is free. That's free game right there. That's a whole nother ball game. This is, this is, this right here is free game for, for people who don't know. This is going to be free game. Okay. If I was a parent and my child was the starting quarterback for any school and he gets a million dollar NIL deal, right? The first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to start a, a family living trust, putting all of my children as assets in the trust because that's in my child has now become an asset to the trust with this NIL deal. This is going to protect my, this is going to protect the money. This is going to protect him. And this is going to protect anything that he does after this. This is textbook Antonio Brown shit. We taught AB this shit from the ground up. This is you, you put your girl on your payroll. <laughs> Everything that you get is a tax write off. We, we listen, listen, once you graduate from high school, because it used to be once you go to the league, this is, this is because w- the way we was coaching it, it was once you went to the league and you got your bread, we would put all this, we will make the agents put it in place because these dudes are lawyers. Once you, but, but now you have to backtrack it because they're getting this bread in college. So now you got to deal with the parents. So instead of having a trust in your name, your trust needs to be in the family name. And you need to be listed as an asset in the trust. So the bread that you get as an asset of the trust can't be in protection in so many different ways. After you get a DBA uh, copyright in your name, you can go in as a subsidiary with the NFL if you have to go into the league that they can use your name and likeness for all of their merchandising. But that gives you leverage on the back end. Now, they may want you to sign an exclusive deal, which you may be able to negotiate how it goes, but you really want to get protected in college now. Like, like, like right now. Like, this is what we teaching our athletes. We got, we got three guys that already went. We got another couple of guys that's going to go. We doing this shit with everybody that we get in the league. Everybody. We got to, you, because this protects you forever. Your children going to have this. Everything that you get your old lady is a write-off. It's doing business. You see these, you see, you see at least with that girl riding in these Benz trucks. That's company shit. That's not, listen, we protect everything, bro. This is, this is. I, I shouldn't. Even, I shouldn't even did this on the live, but because this is how we advise our guys. Mm-hmm. You got to push this back now to high school. You see what I'm saying? You got to because now you come out of high school, you get a, a million dollar deal. You're an asset. You're an asset, but you want to be an asset to your last name. You see what I'm saying? So. 
the business, the business, now, because now you're a business, bro. When you, like, when you turn 18, it's always been that. When you turn 18, which is the age of majority, you become a business. But we haven't been capitalizing on making ourselves businesses, especially because we ain't getting no bread when we first come out of high school. We ain't getting no bread until we get drafted or we go to the league or something. Yes, but you don't have you don't you don't have to do that. You don't have to go to the league to do that now. You see what I mean? So I'm that's that's just a tidbit of free game to protect you, to protect your family, protect your money, protect any possible people coming at you. Like why y'all think when y'all look at look at this look at things. Why is everything civil? There's nothing criminal. It's all civil. See them. Hey, hey, Maga. Uh, uh, another thing, man, is what's going on is, is what people gonna find out real quick is that tax bracket. Like that's right. You see these million right. dollar nil deals. That's, that's right. not a meal. That is not a that's, meal that's ticket. Three, that's that's six hundred. That's that six hundred. That's six hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> yeah, man. This when I first. I first found out uh, uh, about that, Matt, when I signed my um, my signing bonus. It was five thirty-two. It was five thirty-two and some change. Man, at the taxes, when I got back that, like it was like three twenty-two or something like that. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah. bro, yeah. y'all get yeah. till two hundred. You know what I can do with two hundred? Off the, I just off the, but, le- off the lid, bro. So you got that's why that's why you gotta you gotta you gotta find these ways to get get your money back, bro. You got there's there's a thousand creative ways to 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 get your money back, bro. If I'm paying two hundred thousand in taxes, if I'm paying two hundred and thirty nine thousand dollars in taxes off one check, that wasn't even a game check. That was a bonus. I gotta get that back, and the only way you're gonna be able to get that back is through these. It's through these ways, you know what I'm saying? So that's free they, game they right there, bro. Expenses. Yeah. I should yeah, have hey, slide my bad. I ain't mean to give away no free game. Nah, you can't help it, bro. You can't help it. I can't help it, man. You know, I got my brother here. He 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 got an upside so high when he gets to his money, man. You know I'm gonna be in his ear. Like, look, tell your folks is what they need to do. You gotta get you right. And that's what I'm saying. Jeff like, about, about to get this check. Like for me, just sitting back and just hearing you talk about that, like that, like that, that was gonna help me in the long run. So oh, say, yeah. so yeah. say, like I got a young dude that's coming up, you know what I'm saying? Or or, or, or if I had kids and they in the same boat as me, in the same shoes, they can do the same thing for them. So yeah. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. Just just y'all preaching down to me about like things that like you did with A B and other players and then put me on. So it's like now I'm like, all right, best. So whenever I make it to the next level and I, whenever I get that money or whatever, yeah. it's gonna help yeah. me later yeah. on in the future and all that stuff. Yeah, gotta protect hey, Jeff, you, bro. You you gotta protect when, you. When, when you get when you get there, cause they're gonna teach you. First thing they're gonna teach you at all those symposiums and all that. Hey. <laughs> Learn how to say no to your family, right? Believe no, that. It, it, it ain't about it ain't about learning how to say no, bro. It's about teaching them about teaching them why you're saying no. no. Don't just say it's a reason why I'm saying no. Like I, I'm, I'm get teach them, sit them down. You know what I'm saying? Have a family meeting, bro. Like, mm-hmm. look, this is what it is. 
it's this much, this is what it is after taxes. I got to pay my lawyer. I got to pay my house fee. Bro, when you sit down and people actually see what's going on, you be like, okay, yeah. uh, let me yeah. let me back up all, bro. That ain't yeah. that. So let me help yeah. him out. And that that 50000 out there for now, I just sent a breakdown. Hey, bro, let me get 200 you know what I'm saying? So matter of fact, what let me work yeah. for you. Let me let me let me do something for you. So you can write it off. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let me drive uh, let me drive you to the airport real quick. <laughs> let me put me as your driver. Yeah, because like uh I was watching uh you know the pivot with uh Channing, you know, Channing Crowder, you know, Fred Taylor yeah. and uh RC and I watched uh um, athlete where like B Marsh and Ocho and all that stuff. And they was talking about the same thing we talking about right now, you know? Uh, you know, cause some athletes, you know, when they get into the league, it's like, let me get this for my peeps, you know what I'm saying? Like for me, that's what we're gonna do. But after that, it's like, I bet now if you come with me with this, I'm gonna help you get that. It's never gonna be like a lump sum of money just so I'm gonna get to you like here, just here, have it. No, like for me it's like I want to have like generational wealth for my people's coming right. up for me. Like, I understand right. it's my family. They did everything for me, for me. And I'm going to help them in some areas, but not everything that you want, you're going to get. You're not going to get like, no like, 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 bro, listen, man. Like, that is the, that is the, for us, you know, for our whole family, man, we had multiple people to get multiple, get money. And that was like the, our biggest obstacle. You know, it was to the point to where we wouldn't even come home. Like people used to be like, when y'all coming home? We're like, we're not coming home. Y'all beg too much. Like we can't be paying y'all. Like, you know, and it, it what it does is you become a crutch and you don't want to, that's not, that's not the place you want to be. Because just like, you know, just like he said, he said, you, you sit down and you show people the breakdown. You got people that, that you can break that down to and they'll be like, damn, they took that much from you. But at the end of the day, they see that six figures. They gonna focus these on that like, they, Yeah, these people ain't never seen more than yeah. a, no figures right. on a check ever. They see that six, right. man, you, that's still 275. Like, like, bro, I don't even know if I'm gonna play next year. What you mean? You know what I'm saying? Damn. Like. Right. They don't. They they can't wrap their mind around nothing but what's in front of them. So right. you got to be creative in how you tell people no. Because some people they gonna get it. They gonna be like, yeah, you know, we gotta let we gotta let little bro get on his feet first. Let him get let him get it through his first contract. Like that's what I tell people. I'm like, look, our goal is to dominate and get to contract number two. Mm-hmm. Because that's where the bread. That's when you're gonna. That's when you're gonna start to be able to do your thug fizzle. You know yeah, what I'm make saying? Make those millions of dollars. Make those right. You know, that's when, all we that want to get the contract number two. We want to dominate as much as we can based on the opportunities that we get, so we can get the contract number two. Once we get the contract number two, that's when you can start putting things in place to create generational wealth, get assets that your assets pay for your bills. That way, you'll have extended cash flow to be able to give your people a little something for Christmas and birthdays and different things like that. But, you know, you ain't trying to be broke at the end of your career. You know what I'm saying? Most you definitely. ain't trying to be, you know, in a position to where you can't give back. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to be in a position to where you can really give back, but the giving back and the philanthropy 
that you're doing is coming from your assets and not your stash that you living from. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that that's why assets, assets donate to the community and things like that. So, you know, but you know, you got you got man. Listen, you got you got two real good dudes. Three with Sly. You got three real good dudes. You can tap tap into at any time with any questions. They got a lot of experience. You know. And that's the thing, like, <laughs> I don't know. See, Ant work with a lot of kids. and uh, But see, the thing is, people be scared to talk to Ant because, you know, he got the rings. You see, it's, a, it's, it's just something about the <laughs> rings, man. You know, his, his boy mm-hmm. got the rings. People be scared to talk to him, you know what I mean? But, you know, he got a tremendous amount of reach, you know, when it comes to the league. Uh, my brother's an executive you know, in the NFL, uh, one of my mentees that I've, that I've been a mentor for for a very long time is one of the best strength and conditioning coaches in the NFL. So we got a lot of people, a lot of resources that, you know, if you have questions, we can get answers. And a lot of college kids, they got questions. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because for, for me, I was in the dark. I didn't know what no, I didn't know what no NFL player wanted. I didn't know what no NFL scout wanted to see. I ain't know. I'm just like, I'm just playing because I'm from the hood and I got a free education. They gonna give me a degree to do this. And I'm mm-hmm. from the I'm from the country. I'm from the dirt. You feel me? I'm from the swamps. And they gave me a free degree to do this? I don't even know nothing about the NFL. You know what I'm saying? So I was just doing it to get out the hood. So I really didn't, I went in blind, not knowing. You know, now you got technology, you got communication, you got, th- you know, attributes, things that you want to do. But on the business side of it, I don't know what's going on. So y'all don't understand the politics because y'all are still perfecting and enjoying your craft. You mm-hmm. see what I mean? Then, yeah. but, you know, once it turned into business, though. Then it's a day. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like, like Max saying, it ain't until you see them couple moves. And made to players that you wouldn't think they would be moved on. You'd be like, oh, so this is how this goes. So, oh. Yeah, that's why you know. That's why you see like you know, uh, you know, uh, Tree uh, Kill. You know, he wanted X amount of money, then give it to him, so he went to Miami. They gave him this. Demonte Adams got, you know, he got the franchise tag, but he ain't like that money, so he went to Las Vegas. He wanted this, and he got this amount of money. That's why I see other athletes, you know, like Debo try to get a trade because he wasn't getting this amount of money. AJ Brown got traded because he ain't get X amount of money. So I see where you're coming from because now it's different because once most most people was like, man, I'm just trying to play. I ain't really worried about the money, but the money is gonna help you live and, and sustain and, and get and you and get what you want. Yeah, so once you get the check, you can play freely. Once you get the yeah. guarantee. You can really just be a child in the game and hone your skill and compete. You know, that's when you when you compete. Mm-hmm. When you competing for your life, you you when you competing for the livelihood of the game. That first contract, that undrafted guy, that first contract who feel like he can't make a mistake because he a free agent. Those people almost always self sabotage themselves because they're competing like it's their life instead of having fun doing the thing that they've been taught to do. So You're doing the exact same thing that the first rounder is doing. You out there to learn and have fun doing it. And hey, when but you, you know t- what the difference be, Matt? 
<laughs> I mean, to do, you know, but you, but you know, man, like you know, at that level, like you know what kind of leash you got. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You know if you're oh, yeah. Free, you know your oh, yeah. leash ain't as long as that. First oh yeah, yeah. I know my leash ain't long. My, 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 yeah, my so my mistakes they gon' they gon' be magnified. So you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Okay. So it's almost like the guys, based on where you at under a certain level, you damn near gotta be perfect. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or yeah. that opportunity is going to be snatched from you just yeah. like that. So the amount of pressure, man, that, that certain guys got to play under, play under, man, it's just... just yeah, I, you know, and I get it. And I tell, can, and I tell my measure. guys, you don't don't try to be perfect. Just be you. You know what I'm saying? Just don't yeah. try to be perfect because when you start trying to be perfect, you're going to go. Oh, that's when, oh, yeah. when you start having drops and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It broke off. You wasn't flat. You you drifted. You know, you like I was drifting. Yeah, you was drifting. He undercuts. You know, he's that's yeah. the little things, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. So just be you, be great, be loose, you know. Have about three or four of those, six for one twenty, three till you have three of those next year, boy. I, I got a question, mainly for Foreman and in regards to Jeff. Now I'm 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 on the outside looking at I'm a casual observer. My question would be, when does Jeff begin to move different and begin to insulate himself? Or does he do that? You're a junior, Jeff, right? Yeah, I'm a junior. Next year. Yeah, next year is my senior year. Next year is my senior year. We got one more year. This is last month. It's fun and games now. I got two years left, actually, because the COVID year. You got the COVID year. You got the COVID year. Okay, okay, okay. And then, Miss, so for me, it's your last man, year. Basically, your last like, year. So for me, it's like since I already had you know one full season under my belt, it's a lot of things that left off the table that that me personally, I'm, I gotta go, I gotta go like regain that title back and, and, and go get what I you know and, and go get it. And then, and then if I like the numbers from there, then I'll, I'll make my decisions from then. But if I feel like you know. I can, you know, be the best of the, you know, in the nation and, and keep going from that momentum that I had from then. I'm gonna ball out one more time and then I'll, you know, then, then I'll make my decision to go next right. level right. or next and that. So for me, I got two more, I got two more seasons and I don't really look back at this past season because this past season I was thinking about, you know, I was thinking too much. I was trying to be perfect instead of just me going out there and having fun. So the numbers that I wanted, I ain't get because I was doing, I was thinking too much. I was in my head. I was like, man, why I ain't doing this? Why I ain't getting that? It was just me being selfish instead of me going out there and playing and having fun. Yeah. 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 So now yeah. I bumped that, bumped the season. I learned, you know, learn, you know, learn from mistakes and go from there. So now this is my actual, my, my actual true season that I feel like now it's my time to go ball out. And then if I'm good at that, then. They and they like what they see, then I make my shit there. But they feel like I still still got things to do. And I'm like, time to go. You know, head off and do another thing. You know, another season and go from there. But you're in a good position. You're in Mm -hmm. a very good position. That COVID, that COVID season put y'all in a great position, bro. Because you could you got time to develop. We had like fifth year. We had like six year seniors still here. We got cats who still got like. Three, four years uh, eligibility left, and you already been in college for two or three years. But it gives guys more time to, you know, play 
and, and develop. But then it, it hurts some guys in the end because you got, you know, young guys from like, say, Juco or, or you know, high school guys that's trying to come in. They're like, man, I really, you know, I ain't really got no, no, no spots for you. And then with the transfer, uh, the transfer portal going crazy nowadays, it's like, like the deadline was a day and you got like over like two, two, no, it was only like 6,400 guys still in there. And it's hard wow. for most of them. It's hard for most of them to get schools because yeah, it's hard for the guys in the portal and guys high school. It's all college, yeah, yeah. You know, to, you know, to get a school because they only got X amount of scholarships left. Right. And right. If you're if you're not the best one out of X amount of receivers or X amount of DBs or X amount of D line, and both portal high school JUCO. You're not gonna get that, you know, that like that chance you want. You're not gonna get. So that's why you see most cats go juco, or right. most cats, you know, go here and there, or they just stop playing because it's like man, I really can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So right, right, right. So that's yeah, why. Man. Yeah, that shit. I, I told man. I thought I spoke about this a long time ago. I said, bro, it's gonna be, it's gonna be detrimental to the kids, man. It's a false. It's giving false narratives and false hopes like like the th- so 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 one thing okay let's think about let's think about this right when you go home right to work out with other cats that go to other schools but y'all play together right we all do it like we go back to the crib such and such went to texas tech such and such went to arkansas such and such went to tennessee such and such y'all come on to work out together right mm-hmm. and Everybody think they good, right? Everybody think they good because they they good at their school until they come home and see how good they homeboy done got. Like, it's different. Yeah, it's different. I mean, just imagine you going into a transfer portal thinking that, oh, you know, I'm better than 99% of these cats. Man, man, you know the the desire and the hunger is ridiculous right now. It's crazy. Everybody's it's, everybody is hungry, man. It's crazy because you got cats that been in the photo since season start. They still trying to get that name called. Or you got dudes who transfer four, five, six times, and they don't like set up a year here, and then they'll play another year here, or they don't like it here, so they go here. But your season done, bro. Like your college career is over because you ain't find a place yeah. at home. You fool. And then, yeah. and then they're like, "Bet I'm going to the league." And then you got cats like you got boys out there from my from my high school, you know, they they all at D two. Some went D one, some went D two. And they bond out of D two and they feel like shit, if, if I hit the portal, I bet you I'm gonna lock up your best receiver at your school. And I'm like, go ahead, my boy. Like all I right. want you to I, I want you to show me your best at, at, at your level, and I'm gonna show you my best at my level. And then if you beat me, then I'm gonna come back the next day, and then I'm gonna beat you. So right. it's all, yeah, and, and most people don't see like, yeah, you can be the best, you know, in your conference, but you got a cat that's, you know, Sunbelt or Pac-10 or whatever. <coughs> and it's crazy. And he and he doing what you do, but even better. And now you're right. like, that's crazy. And now, you know, say and say he wants an Alabama offer and he wants an Alabama offer. Y'all both do the same thing. But he more hunger and he knows like there's a dude out there that's working hard on me and they offer him and then you like 
why to offer him what they offer me? I'm better than this cat. But you go back and you watch him, you're like, yeah. Let me, let me tell let me tell you another angle of the transfer portal that nobody's really talking about. It's the tributaries. Everybody know tributaries is the branches of a river, right? Mm-hmm. All these coaches, all these big time coaches, all of them, they got hundreds of tributaries. And just like Debo, it's just like the coach at Georgia, it's just like the coach over here. These coaches come off the same tree. And if I got a guy over here and I'm coaching at North Texas, and I was Nick Saban wide receiver coach at LSU, and I got a wide receiver at North Texas that's fire, I'm going to call St. Nick and say, look, he above this conference, and he in the portal. St. Nick going to say, okay. Now, you could be at Clemson and get into the transfer portal. And want to come to Alabama. But this coach over here at North Texas and already put the word in for his guy. Fact. And you're not going to get in. Nah, because coaches know coaches. Know coaches. They, they, like, them coaches, them tributaries, they, they all come, they all know each other. And they all yes, coach indeed. together and they're going to all go on their word. So it's a lot of kids that just, they just jumping in that transfer portal, not even understanding the politics behind the scenes. Yes, and, and everybody connected, man. <laughs> and they won't understand because because the coach will call, like say, like say a coach at like Alabama will call about this guy, and and if our coach tell them the truth, they they ain't gonna rock with them. But yeah. if they tell them like, then this how like uh, our coach is. You wanna be an and guy or a butt guy? You can be he's good this and that, but. Da, 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 da. We're gonna be right. he's great and da, da 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 Which one sounds better, the animal? But and most of, most of the time, it's some people are, some people are the butt because they they they're good, but their attitude they're about the attitude, birth ethic, blah blah. So they'll call and be like, "Hey, I watched these ten guys. What what you think your guys better than this guy or better than these ten? He's this, 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 is not, and da da da. But if you go, he's this, is not, but da da da. That number one guy that they that they're iffy on, and you and him are like, they're gonna offer you or offer him. They'll call and be like, which one? Then they'll then, then they'll decide from there. But so like the transport is crazy. Like yeah, man. It, yeah, it man. Crazy. Hey, man. I- I don't. I don't like what the portal is doing as far as that. I don't either. I don't either, bro. It's creating a flea versus fighter attitude. You know what I'm saying? That's right, bro. That's right. That's right. It's hard. It makes it it easy for people. It makes it easy. Like, uh, I ain't star, so I'm gonna report it. I'm gonna go here because I was. I was this and that. Nah, bro. No, no, nobody want to compete. But you scared of competition? And most people don't want to fight the adversity. Nobody want to fight. Don't nobody want to fight. Everybody want to flee. Yeah, and nobody want to fight through adversity. Nobody want to go through the struggles and the hard times to to help them grow and to figure out who they is as as a person. They just want to be like, nah, I'm going to take the easy way out and go here. Let me tell you what, bro. In in about two years, I ain't going to be no easy way out. 
everybody gonna be cold. Everybody is because let me tell you something. This and there's one thing I learned. They gonna find us. I don't matter what rock you under. If it's some dog in you, they gonna find them. And when they find that, them dogs, the the they find that honey hole. The transport portal gonna be like, it's gonna be the burial ground. It's gonna be the it's gonna be go where people get go to get buried. They're gonna go to get buried by tons and tons and tons of talent. Yeah, because like some people like I understand like if it's like. Like most people, like when they enter the portal, I understand. Like some, some of the reasons that you got, I can like, you know, I accept that. You know, go out there and go out for my boy. If you a grad transfer and you know you got one year and they got your major or whatever, I understand that. Go, or or you know like, culture's changing and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go with my, you know, go with him. That's my like, I'm gonna rock with that. Or say, you know. Just say, say since you've been here and you bought out and you feel like you can go elsewhere and play better and play this and that, I can dig that. But if you leave it because, man, I ain't playing, coach don't like me, players is weird, it's, it, 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 it's, it's no fun now because you, you like, why am I building like, you know, brotherhood with this dude when he just gonna up a league because he ain't playing? It don't it's turning like NBA free agency where it's like, ah <laughs> it's like I want this guy, that guy. It's, it's like you get you get this guy, I get this guy, you get this, you get and it's not like but it's like if you playing and you balling out and say you got like one year left, I understand that like ended up portal and, and they gonna find you because you already did your time here. Go like go live and go play. But if you just leave and just leave like ah it ain't for me. Yeah, no that's more. crazy. Yeah, that's, that's the part that's killing me, man. People just transferring just to transfer because they don't want to compete. Ain't no dog in them. It's like they don't want to they don't want to get better. Yeah, like beat like, me out, dog. Beat me out. And then you know people be like, yeah, yeah, I'm leaving because coach don't like me. Coach ain't playing me. This Coaches don't me. like nobody. Coaches but, don't like nobody. They want to win. If but, your attitude is winning, they like you. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Coach going to play the dogs that, that's that's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Right. right. Coach ain't going to play the cat where he got to remind 30,000 times to do this. Oh, or... Right. Or, or he got to watch you every play to make sure you know what you're doing. Like, the coach going to play the guy that he knows he can go out there and do his best and, and know he's doing what he's doing. Right. right. And, it just, and it makes it in – and people don't have, like, confidence nowadays when they play. They're just saying it's whatever. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's whatever. Just blah. Like, they, they lost confidence. They lost all that shit. They lost uh, yeah. love for the yeah. game. So they're like – I'm into the portal, so but they don't understand the portal has nineteen thousand U's in there. What makes you different from the other U that you see in the That's crazy, bro. That's 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 simply that's crazy to me. But you know, this is what they asked for. 
You know what I mean? That we always, you know, we we you know, we come from the old school where you got to compete. You got to compete. You got to win. That builds winners. That 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 uh, you know, all of that adversity, it builds character and it builds winners. People that know how to lose become the best winners. You know, like you said, you come from a losing team. I come from losing teams. We, you know, and come from losing teams to be champions, you know. So it it teaches you how to overcome adversity, teaches you how to become better leaders. But if everybody's constantly running and running and running, searching for the easy way out, bro, it's, you got a rude awakening, man. It's, yeah, and people not going to know how to, how to handle life outside of football because you keep running. Right. All right, keep running, keep running. I, I got a question. Final question. It'll be my last question for me for tonight before I wrap this up. Um, Jeff, from your point of view, um, what would you like to see different, or what would you like to see implemented uh, moving forward for guys, not just in your position, your predicament, but just for college football athletes moving forward? Or is there are there things that you wish? the school would take more uh, onus in and getting you guys prepped for whatever life may throw at you? I'll just say just most guys need help, like mentally, you know what I'm saying? Most guys can be gifted, you know, on the field and all that stuff or on the course or whatever, but most cats struggle with, like, mental health, you know what I'm saying? Most cats need, a, need, need somebody to lean on to talk to, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and you see how, like, you, need, you know, you see them, them players that commit suicide, and it's sad to see that because they ain't got nobody to voice or they or nobody to talk to or coaches talking bad about them or doing this and that. So they're just like, why am I playing all that stuff? But I just feel like uh, they just need more, like, more help, like, uphill because physically they can go out there and do anything in the world, but if they ain't right uphill, they can't do that. And I feel like, you know, going forward, like that's something that's like that should be, you know, implemented and, and, and help because people need help, but people don't know how to talk about it. And I just feel like just just everybody just go out there and just be you. Be different. Just just be you. Go have fun. And if you're struggling, go go have fun. Find a way to go have fun. Smile. Just keep moving forward because you never know. When your chance is up, because you can be that missing piece that everybody needs, or you're just gonna be like everybody else and be regular. Like set yourself different from everybody. Like be different, be you, be unique. It's because nowadays everybody's trying to be the same. You see everybody trying to be the same. Everybody trying to wear this or wear that instead of just dressing how you want to dress or play how you want to play, think how you want to think, speak how you like just. Be free, have free, just be you, be different, just just live life and have fun. Like that's how I feel. That's what I feel like needs to happen because, you know, some coaches and some people like players that play like this instead of just go like you can you can do what we say, but have fun. Go play. Go go do what you do best. You know what I'm saying? Just go do what you do. That's scoring touchdowns, you know, that's putting a ball in the hoop, hitting home runs, whatever. Like, go play and go have fun. Like, the other stuff is going to come. The corrections and all that stuff, it's going to come. Just just go play and, and don't think twice. Just go out there and have fun. That's what, that's what I feel like needs to happen moving forward. 
Good stuff. Uh, Mac and Ant, you guys got any final words before we before we get out of here tonight? Uh, man, listen. <clears throat> Jeff, I'm rooting for you. You got a new set of eyes on you. You know, you got a, you got a, a, a whole nother family that's going to start coming and wrapping their arms around you. Just do what you do. Don't do more than you can do. Don't overbear yourself because you're going to be covered and you're going to have energy behind you that you don't even know you got. So continue in your greatness. Continue to be great. We, we may not say much, but we always watching. And we expect greatness from you, brother. And, uh, you know, just keep doing your thing, man. Good looking out. Thank you for coming to do the interview with us, man, and just continue to be great, bro. Appreciate you, no problem. You know, it was a, you know, it was a pleasure being both of y'all and just talking and just hearing what y'all talk about and voicing my opinions with y'all and all that stuff. It just, it basically opened my eyes to, like, how y'all played and, and how y'all view things and all that stuff. Just y'all preaching out of me helps me move forward in life. But I appreciate it. Thank all y'all for having me on here, too. Yeah, Anthony, you got any last words, bro? Yeah, I'm just getting my three keys, Jeff, man. Faith, faith, vision, and vision, bro. Vision and vision. Can't nobody believe more than you. You know what I'm saying? You got to believe it, bro. Two, vision. You see it. We know it's real. You playing in it now. Watching it since you was a kid on TV. Now you playing in it. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the mm-hmm. TV. Now we got to envision. You know what I mean? When we watch them games on Sunday, every play that's being made, that's me. That's me until you get there. You know what I'm saying? Then you just work through the process, bro. You know what I mean? And you got two, 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 two years left. You know what I mean? Just keep climbing those steps, man. Working, perfecting your craft, and enjoying the game, bro. And it's going to come how it's supposed to come, G. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate that a lot. Thank y'all for having me. Yeah, man. Hey, best best of man. Um, yeah, we we'll we'll all be watching and rooting for you. Um, I'll make sure everyone has everyone's contacts after the show behind the scenes. So, in case you ever need to reach out to these these gurus over here for whatever reasons, um, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, I I want to thank everybody. Um, you know, because you guys are big dogs and. You know, y'all could have been anywhere, but y'all here with me. So I appreciate it. I'm always humble. Thank you guys for your time and energy and words of wisdom. Jeff, do go, just go, go be great. Go be great because uh, we need more young guys like you. So with that being said, um, I want to wish everybody a good night. Everybody go, go be with the families, go hang out and do, do what y'all do. And uh, I hope to do this again, um, you know, and just I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward for updates from you, Jeff. And we want to see your career blossom. You know, so I, you know, the more NFL guys we we have up here hanging out, you know what I'm saying? Can't be, yeah. can't, he can't, he can't let him. No I like to say shout out to yeah. the New Orleans uh, Buckeyes because we got Olave and we got Mike <laughs> and we got Marshawn and we got we. Hey boy, we about to be a problem, you heard me? <laughs> hey, but it's crazy. Look, my boy, my boy, he he played here. He he signed his free agent deal with y'all uh, after he played with the Dolphins. My boy Kurt Merrick, we played with y'all. I mean. I'm gonna be down in uh I'm I'm me and him is you know in the works of me coming down in you know New Orleans work out for a little bit so I'm gonna hit you yeah, up. Yeah, man. yeah, hit me up while I put you in touch with some absolute monsters now. I like that, you know what I'm saying? I need I need a better muscle so I can show them. You know what I'm saying? Y'all see how seated Deuce never playing this year, them boy had everybody frustrated. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> right on, right on. Yeah, like I said, after this, I'll make sure everybody has everybody's information. So, and please, you know, use it. That's what these guys are here for. They wouldn't be here if, if that weren't the case. So, you know, um, I know you have your own personal circle, but like I said, yep, you got extended family here, and that's why we were all brought here for a reason. So, um, with that being said, go ahead and get out of here, guys. Enjoy the rest of y'all night. Now, I thank you guys. We hope I'll do this again. All right, cool. Y'all have a good night. Peace, peace, peace. All right, um, I'm gonna do this station identification break and I'm gonna get up out of here. Welcome to the Morning Star Show with Super Sly 75. You are listening to onthewakeupradio.com. Sign up for otwtube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on thewakeupradio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. I don't know why, like, Cindy put extra sauce on it. <laughs> um. <laughs> She put extra sauce on it, man. I, you know. <laughs> All right, so I thank everybody. I want to thank my uh, my guests for the night, Mac, Anthony Smith, Jeff Foreman. I'll definitely be, be keeping tabs on Jeff Foreman. So, um, yeah. Um, hopefully, everybody got some out of it. Um, that's why I do this for the people, whatever the case may be. So, um, I'm gonna get up out of here. I gotta get go to work in the morning. We'll do this again soon. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Flawed individual. Cindy Ashley. On the wake up. Just get your body to move. Won't stop till we shake the room. Yeah. Just get your body to move. Why do I need to? Why do I need to? Then on the wake up play. Won't stop till they hear what we say. Yeah. How to sign up for OTWT? Type in OTWT in your browser. It will bring up the home page. Then you click the little man with the plus sign to open up an account. Use your best email, select a username, and then enter a good secure password. Now you're at the home page, click the key to log in to your account using your password with your username. Now search in the search bar for OTW2, which is the page we're going to subscribe to. Click subscribe, click add as friend, as well as click where the videos are. Click on a video to view, like that video, as well as comment. And your exercise is done. Thank you for your support.